Drew Johnson, we made you watch The Tooth Fairy, the 2010 movie featuring Dwayne The Rock Johnson, not featured The Rock's Dignity. Ha ha. Uh, we started every show with at least one nice thing about the topic. We call it the compliment sandwich. What is your major compliment for the Tooth Fairy? Uh, you know, I'm going to tell you this right now. I think it's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was not bad. And it was honestly like they had a lot of great guest stars. I, I'm going to get all of you guys' compliments in one thing about how I think it's a good movie. <laughs> oh, man. Great... Very, very off- offensive really early on. You're, you're hitting oh, everything. Yeah. Hitting everything. I mean, I, I, there were a couple of times I audibly laughed out loud. Now, look, oh. I think there's, we'll get into the issue about uh, the issues about the movie, but to be honest, like, I thought there were some great guest stars. I thought there were some great puns. And I think there was a lot of great rocking, you know? <laughs> yeah. Things did rock. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I even had my thunderwear on and it just, just uh. didn't rock me. Well, I will give you this. I'll use my major compliment now. I love that you loved it, but but my <laughs> the best thing I'm able to come up with is that there's a direct-to-video sequel starring Larry the Cable Guy, and that must what? certainly be worse. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. that must certainly be far worse. <laughs> I mean, I like the idea as an expandable franchise, too, where you're like, oh, anytime somebody's bad, they have to be the tooth fairy for a whole movie, and so you could just put anybody in that role. And so apparently... Yeah, anybody. Larry the Cable Guy's later. Wow. Isn't that terrible yeah. sounding? It's not think great. Good... Well, who's below Larry the Cable Guy then, right? For the sequel to the sequel. Who gets punished for, with that? Carrot Top? Oh, man. Oh, who gets, Carrot who's, Top would be good. Who's, 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 who, who's in the fourth one then? Oh, man. Is Malcolm, so... Malcolm Gladwell. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he is a terrible comedian. Yeah. Malcolm Gladwell, not funny at all. And he just hasn't put his 10,000... It's about getting 10,000 hours. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, he could be good. He just hasn't worked on it. I am really yeah. interested in seeing, yeah, um, I guess, um, uh, Tooth Fairy for the tipping tooth, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> the toothing point. Yeah. Uh, Chris, what is your uh, major compliment for Tooth Fairy? Yeah. So uh, Drew already touched on this just a little bit, but uh, there are some wonderful guest stars. The one that actually made me laugh out loud is Billy Crystal. Yeah, Billy um, Crystal was great. Billy Crystal was the cue to this uh, sort of James Bond agency of Tooth Fairies, and he gives them all his equipment and all that. And he has so much fun, like, taking the piss out of the rock and just making fun of him all the time and just fooling him and, like, what? Uh, you know, he's so confused. Derek Thompson, this guy who is a macho guy, supposed to be a Tooth Fairy, that Billy Crystal does not pull any punches. He's just mocks him and he deserved to be mocked the rock it's just so kind of a dick i enjoyed it well he also reveals some interesting sexual habits <laughs> sure uh such as usually, it's like yeah so it's like guys picture this if you haven't seen it what if when james bond was about to get some some gear q just said like hey i use this to get off uh because my wife and i uh have been together for a long time <laughs> and then just gives you that thing that would be great that would be great yeah, you, so, that would uh, also mean Oh, I was going to say, I think Q, if Q did have that, that would be great for, he would be the end of an LGBTQ scenario. Oh, there you go. Oh, right. Of like the sexual education of of just, it's like, you know, it's it's encompassing uh, lesbian, gay, trans, bi, and 
Q from James Bond. The Q just stands for Q. Yeah. Uh, so Billy Crystal in this one uh, talks about how he and his wife have been married for a long time. They like to spice it up. So he likes to take shrinking pace, shrink down to six inches, and walk all over her while she's sleeping and leave tiny little dirty footprints all over her. <laughs> yeah. It's just that... a thing that he likes. It's... And then she's like, what happened? Did you use your shrinking paste and get footprints on me? He's like, no, nah, man. I don't know where those came from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, this is a weird kink. It's a weird kink. There's a lot of stuff that I was afraid he was about to say when he said he and he got with his wife and took the shrinking paste. Yes. Yeah. Well, we don't. I, he didn't say anything. He didn't do that. Like, like, like. Yeah. There, there's there could have been other things that he did. <laughs> yeah, he just for a lot about on that first Billy meeting. Crystal's sexual proclivities. Uh. At at one point, I looked down and there was only one set of footprints across my stomach. Well, that's <laughs> when I was inside you. <laughs> <laughs> Also I'm just Jesus. thinking now that there should be a <laughs> is religion. Is the God thing? It's sort of the yeah. God thing. <laughs> there, should be, there should be a religion centered not around crystals, but Billy crystals, like small <laughs> like small miniature things of Billy crystal that you put on your like chest while you're going to bed. Oh, that's like, really here. funny. Yeah, I, I, wear, <laughs> I wear crystals, uh, and they help me connect with the universe. <laughs> yeah. Several Billy crystals. Uh, that, uh, that leaves you as... What's your major uh, compliment? Stephen Merchant apparently is taller than The Rock. Stephen Merchant is very tall. He's, I didn't he's realize like, that. Like notably taller than The Rock. Like almost Which, like embarrassing for The Rock how much taller he is. Right, because height height is something that is, is should be deeply tied to like your self worth, right? Well, I mean, if you have The Rock's masculinity, yeah. Uh, I just did not know that was even possible, um, and so I think we should have. Next month is Stephen Merchant Tober. Whoever's, <laughs> whoever's tallest, that's who we have a whole month for. You wouldn't. You wouldn't do November. You'd still call it Tober, even though it's oh. in November. Uh, I mean, how else? Billy yeah. Merchvember. Stevember. Uh, I'll, I'll Stevember. <laughs> Stephen Merchant. Yeah, Stephen Merchant is uh, like impressively tall. Yeah. And he's very thin and gangly and awkward, and it's it's wonderful. He's very funny. I thought he was great in this movie. I thought he was really funny. Is, <laughs> I liked him a lot. He is 6'7". Wow. Six, 6'7", seven. Six, seven. yeah, I just yeah. got there. Yeah. Whoa. And So how tall is The Rock? 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, oh, man. I think The Rock is not as... I mean, that's tall, but I feel like he is just, like... He is just... He's, like, so big wide-wise, that we assume that he's so big tall-wise. Oh. Yeah, that personality four, adds, like, Dwayne Johnson inches. is 6'4". According Whoa. to IMDb, he's 6'5 and a half, but I don't know. Mm. <laughs> Actually, 6'5 and a quarter. That's a weird specificity. Especially for really... IMDb. Yeah. I don't know if I trust your your tape measure anymore. I'm... D- I... Uh, 6'4 is very tall, yeah. He probably doesn't get to feel short very often. I bet when they were like hanging out between takes, he let Stephen Merchant uh, be Big Spoon, just because he doesn't Aww. get to experiment, experience that very I often. it's more like Big Straw. I mean, he's, there's not a lot to <laughs> Stephen Merchant other than the height. I like him a lot, though. All right. Yeah. If it's Big Spoon, it's Big Teaspoon, like a very long, thin spoon. Yeah, it's like exactly. a big spoon. swizzle stick. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast 
about uh, goofy movies, uh, books, and TV. I'm your host, Alex Falcone, on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. Joining me as always, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York, safe from the storm. It's Chris Smith. You know what the difference is between you and me? I'm not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> That's the oh, one I'm wearing hockey pads. None of us are wearing hockey pads, right? It's hockey. Uh, there's probably a few other differences. Probably, but I think a hockey pads are the important one. Was I supposed to wear hockey pads this podcast, guys? Wait, you guys aren't. Well, I'm wearing, yeah, I'm wearing a cup, but that's just normal. I'm wearing pads because I'm expecting the hits to come fast and hard. You know, <laughs> the hits just keep coming. Uh, I'm wearing full goalkeeper pads, so like my legs are very flat on the front. Yeah, that, but, those always look comfortable. I don't know why. They probably are not, but we have exhausted my hockey knowledge. <laughs> it's been hockey talkie. <laughs> yeah, I, I should have done a hockey talkie today. We had another thing to do, but uh, also joining us today in Northern California, it's Mr. Ezra Fox. Um, hello, I'm Julie Andrews. Uh, I just came off the set of The Princess Diaries two <laughs> to play exactly the same character. Yeah. I love, yeah. I, what I like about her is she seemed like she wasn't trying very hard. <laughs> this paycheck is wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, she was. She was like not putting her all into it. I thought, which is fine, which is actually admirable. But yeah, that's about. I think she put as much into it as it deserved. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, good, good job, Billy Crystal, for definitely putting his all in. Yeah, and Billy Crystal put way more in than it deserved. That's what I liked about <laughs> it. Also, this week, you guys, we have a very special guest at Drew Johnston. Uh, on Twitter, spelled nothing like you'd expect. Also in New York, it's Mr. Drew Johnson. Oh, yeah, man, and I've got some real good knockoff tooth fairy drugs, and I also created the family guy. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. yeah, that character didn't get explored in much depth, but I did like <laughs> that he just had, like, half invisible spray and, like, make your head skinnier paste. There's probably yeah. some, like, repeat customer, like, issues that he has by, by, by like, not actually having a good product, but, like, Good job for him for hustling. Yeah, and he, yeah, he, he knows where his market is of the people who are not allowed to get more normal spray. Yeah, but these um, juice berries are only around for two weeks. So at, at a stink. That's true. So yeah, so what's the point in customer retention? Exactly. There's yeah. no point. Might as well it's like a tourist trap. Although I do yeah. wonder, are all the tooth fairies there for just a week? Because it seems like your training cost is just way over what it would be worth to actually keep that workforce going. Oh, yeah, and think about it. If you ever come back... Like they, yeah, they they flashy they things you don't him. remember. Yeah. Uh. Well, the other issue is because they talk about fairy evolution, so not all of these fairies right. are fairies just then. There's a lot of weird science questions that this movie does bring up that we should explore does- in detail. <laughs> in depth, yes. That's I think the first time anyone's ever said that sentence about the tooth fairy. <laughs> uh, for us, this is episode number three hundred and sixty-two. Yeah. We have now done as many episodes as the cult hit podcast, Read It and Weep. What? <laughs> Sometimes these are getting lazier. Yeah, just <laughs> I, maybe. Actually, beat buddy Sam Friedman uh, suggested that I could I should do that, and I could just use that forever. He, he referred to it as infinitely repeatable, and I don't think you guys have the patience for me to repeat that a second time. I mean, oh. it'll be funny the fourth time, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it'll get funny again. <laughs> So maybe it's worth a try, but I think it's already getting a little old. Speaking of people not putting their all into stuff, this week we're talking about the Tooth Fairy. Um, so this is, uh, I don't even remember this. Some of you see on Facebook and Twitter, we did some data journalism. 
Chris and Ezra got together and crunk, crunched the numbers, and we yeah. and graphed the we rock's performance over time. And as one of the things we learned from that is that uh, the Rock makes a terrible film every five years on schedule. <laughs> he has a he has a five year lag, about and this is one of his five year mistakes. That he does. Yeah, uh, I'm inspired because as hard as the Rock works, and he's a very hard worker, and he, yeah. he you know uh, keeps uh, his body in good shape and all that. Every five years, he's allowed one mistake to just you know do whatever. I mean, he 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 works hard. He plays hard. He relaxes hard. I think he's just hard all the time. He hards hard. He, he hard. He balls hard on HBO. He does ball pretty yeah. hard. He cries hard. Oh, he's just yeah, balls like B A W L S or whatever. Yeah, balls. he drinks balls soda really hard. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean that's that's a that's a great parody of ballers is ballers B A W L S. It's just football players crying. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) Anyway, so this is part of, obviously, it's part of The Rocktober, hashtag The Rocktober, Johnstober, and we are, we're celebrating the man, and I think, you know, it's, it's like Dwayne always says, you know, if you can't handle me at my tooth fairy, you don't deserve me at my fast five, so Mm. (laughs) here we are. It is like he's always saying that, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, he's got that tattooed on one of his shoulders. Uh we, uh, if you want to cho- choose like somebody's not necessarily the best out of their oeuvre, I'm trying to be judicious here because I thought this movie uh, really did not work, and you guys are so enthusiastic. But I'm trying to be I, fair. I mean, what? Okay, here's I guess my question, Alex. What do you think it was trying to do that it failed at? Oh man, uh, so many things. Yeah, right. like all the. Th- I have such a long list. I wrote. I like, wrote ten complaints in under five minutes. Okay, but like. Like, for how it wanted, like on its own terms, you know, like like I think I think it was pretty successful. I, I think in... that's a slippery because uh, we, we've talked we've talked about that on the show, and I, I I like I like the idea of critics trying to take work on its own terms. Yeah. But uh, I have terms, and like one of them is like entertainment and uh, you know coherency. And but then just back to like I didn't like it, and I think there's like you can go deeper than that, man. I require more of your critique. Well, fortunately, we have a critique segment coming up just as soon as I finish this intro. So if you want to force us to watch the worst thing someone's done in five years, go to readdashweep.com, sign up <laughs> on the mailing list, and you can choose one of our upcoming topics, possibly in Stephen Merchant-tober, which is in November. <laughs> Chris, yeah. uh, before we get into my more specific critiques of this movie in due time, uh, I'd like you to summarize in the, st- in the style of a really tall British fellow. Oh, I'm going to do that without the accent, so I'll just summarize like a really yeah, tall person. Stretched. Yeah, could you just be tall while you're talking? Yeah, very tall. Well, you're 6'7". You're yeah, I'm 6'7". Wow, that's seven. a tall, very, tall very Chris. Tall. <laughs> I'm not tall, good at jumping over three-foot fences, turns out. <laughs> tall Chris of water. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, The Tooth Fairy, y'all, is, is a movie that I saw from a very tall height, which is my height. I'm six feet seven. And it's about Derek Thompson, who is slightly shorter than that. He is a semi-pro hockey player for the Lansing, Michigan Seawolves. He used to be in the NHL. He got a shoulder injury, and now he's just stuck in the minor leagues. But he has a claim to fame. They call him, What the Tooth Fairy? Because he hits people so hard that he knocks out their teeth, and people collect the teeth of the players that he hits. It's uh, pretty weird, actually. (laughs) It's also, super weird. Wait, wait. 
This is uh, shit plot hole. They should call them the dentists. The people who collect the teeth, those are the tooth fairies. <laughs> yep. We found the only flaw in this movie. Yes, <laughs> well, it's a major one for that yeah, plot. I mean, yeah, it's sense. not meeting its own terms of him being the tooth fairy. <laughs> and that's yeah. how you do a valid critique, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, in addition to being a hockey player, Derek has a girlfriend who has two kids, uh, like a young high schooler um, and named Randy and a little girl who's like six. Um, name omitted from my notes but (laughs) (laughs) for time yeah cut for time uh she uh like any six-year-old is starting to lose uh some teeth and she's really excited about the tooth fairy but the rock is a big jerk and he's at a poker night with his buddies he is short literally one dollar apparently at this (laughs) poker night while babysitting the kids so she's asleep two on the pillow the dollar's there or you know whatever so he goes and takes the dollar from under her pillow for his gambling debts <laughs> and this gets found out by the girl's mom his girlfriend and she gets super mad at him and in his de- he try he gets all defensive and tells this little girl that no there is no tooth fairy and so he's on the outs with his girlfriend. That's, his, not that's his, his fail safe. He's like, I'm going to borrow this dollar from her, lose it in a, in a game. And if yeah. I get caught, I'm going to just blow up the whole idea of tooth fairies. He, he did have a plan, which I respect. Yeah. Yeah. So that, <laughs> yes. Well, and to make matters worse, he he goes to sleep that night. He wakes up and he has a summons from the Bureau of Tooth Fairies. And he gets magicked away to this magical, uh, I guess, dimension? I'm uh, not even sure where they are. Yeah, fairyland. He, he gets turned into a tooth fairy. As someone who has uh, killed the dreams of this girl, he is punished and sentenced to two weeks of being a tooth fairy. That's right. Tooth fairies are real. It's just that they're all there begrudgingly. <laughs> uh, the tooth fairy is not one person, but many prisoners... Yes, a prison slave labor system. <laughs> That's weird, right? Yeah. And uh, so he gets a caseworker, Stephen Merchant, who's even taller than The Rock. He's about six foot seven, my height. And the big boss is Julie Andrews, who is, you know, British and uh, dignified looking. And he goes, and Billy Crystal is the old, like, Q guy who gives him gadgets like shrinking paste and amnesia powder and invisibility spray and. Um, a mint that you can bark exactly like a dog, or a little air horn that you can use to scare away cats. Yeah, that's and that really effective. You really need that magic trick, otherwise your dog barking wouldn't be nearly authentic enough. Yeah, in that right. tooth fairy situation where you need to have a super authentic, like it's it, not I like he's like, going to like a dog nightclub where they're like, "What's the password?" and he goes, "Rough," and they're like, "That's not realistic enough." Yeah, <laughs> I'll be right back. It's How often weird. does that come up? Uh, some of it, it's a kids' movie. There's some, and like, also the cat be gone spray is a or a thing is an air horn that physically lifts a cat and throws it across the room to presumably could... where it breaks its back and dies. No, no, yes. it lands on its feet. Duh. Oh, it always uh, lands on its feet. Yeah. yeah I mean, also plus... spoiler alert: Cat be gone also gets rid of Goldies. Yes, or... later on. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's Goldies are all made out of cats. Yeah, yeah. It really, uh, it really is more of just wow. like a generic uh, meat lifter. <laughs> it, it takes meat. And moves I would it buy your generic meat lifter, Alex. How much is it? Well, it's like it's like if I was like, uh, no, this is a this is not a car. This is a cat mover. Well, yeah, it does technically move cats, but that's an oddly specific name. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could move something else if you wanted to, but yeah. Yeah, cats are the real thing. 
Yeah, it's like they call it dog food, but we can eat it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. That is yeah. a good marketing point, man. All right, so <laughs> uh, he gets uh, goes into service as a tooth fairy, but he's super begrudging about it. And some of the magic, like in order to fly or use his magic wand, it's all belief based. And since he's super skeptical, skeptical about the whole thing, he does not use those things. And he's actually a pretty terrible tooth fairy. Um, he, you know, barely gets the job done and has to use a bunch of his gadgets that he really shouldn't have to use. And uh, everybody's pretty disappointed in him. And to make matters worse, uh, at work, at his hockey job, playing hockey, there's a new young kid who's a total jerk to him and calls him old man and, and makes him feel uh, like he's not uh, very good at hockey. So I do like this. Like is, there's like a workplace bully for The Rock, which is kind of a... <laughs> yeah, there's a work for The Rock. He's the victim of workplace bullying, which is weird, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's a weird thing for The Rock. <laughs> but um, he is slowly getting better at being a tooth fairy over this time. And he's working with Stephen Merchant. And Stephen Merchant is a caseworker. He's a tooth fairy without any wings. He's not actually allowed to go be a tooth fairy. But he dreams of being the tooth fairy. And so uh, The Rock uh, eventually helps him. You know, there's a weird training montage where uh, he's helping Stephen Merchant get better at being a tooth fairy. He's practicing getting better at hockey. And he's also helping uh, the son of his girlfriend prepare for a talent show uh, playing the guitar. I would love Which to talk about that montage, those montages for a long time. So let's get back to those at some point because those mo- like it's hard for me to not love a montage. Yeah. Oh god. I, I don't know if you guy. can hear me verbally crossing my arms while I'm discussing this. <laughs> because you love it so much. Those are some wh- you- whack montages. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, we can. I, we can you don't even like those. the skating back and forth with the thingies. It's like like anytime they have cones and people have to move past them, I I'm pretty much on board. I do like skating through mm-hmm. cones. I also like the idea that a guy who's been in the NHL has been playing hockey his entire life, and he's like, I just now thought I should try to learn how to get around cones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it only took three days. Turns out cones aren't that hard. <laughs> yeah, turns out cones are pretty lousy opponents. Just <laughs> yeah. has a big fear of cones, though. Also, I think is what the what that what that was. It was cut for time, but the there's like a a big a big cone fear that he has. Yeah. Like elephants and mice. Yeah. Uh, All right, Chris, wrap uh, it up. Yeah, okay. So uh, he gets angry and it, he yells at frustration, telling him uh, at, at Randy, the kid, he tells him he'll never be a rock star. And he tells Stephen Merchant that he'll never be the tooth fairy. And he just gets really, really down. But then he remembers that he wants to achieve his dreams and help others achieve his dreams. And he's reminded of that by Stephen Merchant, who appears at a hockey game. And so everything works out because The Rock decides to be a better tooth fairy than he was being before and a better mentor slash boyfriend slash hockey player. (laughs) And everything gets better. And by the end, he gets to go back to the NHL. Hooray. Yeah, it turns out what the NHL was really looking for in him was uh, work-life balance. And scoring once. (laughs) And being 38 years old. Yep. (laughs) Super. Uh, that's the yeah. movie. Uh, basically, yeah, that's the movie. Basic kid stuff, story of redemption, maybe, and uh, some tooth fairy shenanigans. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's pause for one second just to deal with this latency in the room. Is uh, it me? I think it might be New York. Um. Oh, is it? Does it happen to me too? I well, no. It just happens to Chris right now. I think it's mostly Chris, but I'm assuming you guys are also hearing it. Uh yes. Yeah, you're hearing Chris is cutting in and out for you guys as well. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. Okay. Well, I think that makes it Chris and not me. Okay. Should um, I hang up and go back? I don't know. How do we make your latency less bad? 
I'm going to get a tissue. That won't help you, though. <laughs> Other thing that's going to help is once uh, Fury, uh, Tokyo Drift just ended. So I'm going to turn that off. And it may have been taxing some network load. Uh-huh. Not out to the internet, but just within the within the network. Sure. So um, I mean, you seem great clear. now that I'm not trying to follow your summary. Okay. <laughs> Were you watching Tokyo Drift? Chris? He might be turning off Tokyo Drift. Oh, he might be. <laughs> it wasn't him. His uh, uh, friend who was staying with him was watching Tokyo Drift, but using his like, All right. weird... In theory, in theory, it should be better now. Okay. Cool. Drew asked if you were watching Tokyo Drift while you were talking. Uh, my friend who's staying with us was. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we'll Just get, wrapped we'll... up. Uh, the good redneck guy won the drifting street race. And uh, oh, also the heart of the girl that he'd been crushing on. You know, Mythbusters suggests that drifting is not the most efficient way to go around t- corners. It looks it turns so out cool, though. Keeping traction is the way to drive better. What? Yeah, but it looks so cool. And then no, when they looks... drift up the, uh, the like the spiral thing in a parking garage. Oh, it's so cool. Oh yeah, no, I mean drifting looks awesome. And they did. The Mythbusters were able to drift park a limousine, par- oh. like drift parallel park, which was the dopest. Isn't that the Ace oh. Ventura park? Basically. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. just whoops, whoops, whips around. Anyway, it's great. Yeah. Uh, all right, so now it's time for our anchor segment uh, that we for this month we are calling Rock This Way. So here's where we analyze what does and does not make the rock work. What is great about a rock movie? What is not great? Um, what he's able to make happen and what he's not able to pull off. Um, I'd like to start, because you mentioned this early on, Drew, in your compliment, and I just want to discuss the punning of this movie. Uh-huh. Can you hear me crossing my arms while I'm saying this? I, <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. So really like opening in the opening of the movie, he, you know, skates out, knocks out a person's tooth, like a dentist, not a tooth fairy. Uh-huh. And then he yells, you can't handle the tooth. Yep. I'll give you the tooth, the whole tooth and nothing but the tooth. And yep. then, cause comedy rule of threes, I pledge allegiance to the tooth. So yeah, that was a tricky sure one. A joke. <laughs> yeah, that, I, uh-huh. I, I did flag that as well. What does he think the words of the pledge of allegiance are? <laughs> I, I I think it's I pledge allegiance to the um, truth. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you have to say when you when you when you go to court and you're a witness. Yeah, yeah I really like this truth thing they have going on. Big fan. <laughs> big yeah. big fan of the truth. Uh, also, maybe it's a thing of, like, it, it might just be a thing where flag and tooth are a slant rhyme and we didn't realize it. <laughs> Pretty hard slant. It's all slant. Yeah. Very little rhyme. Sure. I'm just trying to defend the rock here. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, it's such a weird character choice. Like, I get it as a writer, and I like puns, but as a character choice for this violent hockey player who doesn't believe in dreams... To be like uh, constantly looking for word play, word play to annoy people well, with. <laughs> but okay, but as concussed as his, as yeah. he's been, yeah, he that is be that good at it, right? <laughs> so oh, he's he's an enforcer. He he wants to bait people to get into fights. Yeah, and someone's oh, like, "Wait, that's okay. not how the pledge of allegiance goes." Yeah. Like, I'll bring it on. And honestly, I mean, yeah, I mean, he didn't say. It, it, I want him instead. I want him to tell the tooth, uh, which <laughs> is from that movie Concussion. So this is oh, the thing yeah. about, <laughs> uh, 
but I, I he probably is concussed. I don't oh, think yeah, they've really talked about that. Yeah, that. But fortunately, instead of like all the sad things that happen in real life, it's just made him like a goofy stepdad. Yeah, mm-hmm. although it does explain his erratic, uh, like lashing out at children that happens. Yes, and strong mood. Sh- yeah, mood swings. Oh yeah. man, what if this is a tragedy? Okay. okay so- <laughs> All right, so uh, issue number two, let's talk about the science. We have some science to break down. Let's talk about the actual mythology of the Tooth Fairy world. So you you have committed a crime of spreading disbelief, yeah, meaning yeah. any parent who ever tells their kid the truth about the fact that they sneak into their your kid's room and steal their teeth and then hide it somewhere, um, which we'll, we'll come back to where the tooth teeth teeth go but anyway so instead of if you tell them that you're immediately punished to going to be the tooth fairy for a week and mm-hmm. then at the end your memory is wiped so that you haven't learned any lessons about it yes yeah uh, well it seems I mean, it's like, like, it's got, like, like it's like deep down you know inside of you you know you know you're a better person where it counts yeah, yeah. it's like the specifics are gone but but the the change is there so, like, one of the things that happened was while he was do- going through all of this, he taught or helped uh, encourage uh, his future son-in-law to play – or not uh, not that no, one. No, that's not how that works. Yeah, anyway, uh, the, the, his girlfriend's son to play guitar step, really well. Step, future stepchild. Future stepchild. And then he, yep. like, wakes up just at the concert with no memory of the past couple weeks of teaching uh-huh. this kid this song. Yeah. Uh-huh. And – and also liking the kid, which he never did before. So he just wakes up and is like, yeah, today I like him. Well, Alex, I mean, to go along with the fact that The Rock has been concussed many times in this yep. movie. I mean, it could be that his his chill reaction to this means this was not this character's first fugue state. And <laughs> this won't be his last. So he'll just find himself at a high school parking lot about to visit a talent show. Yeah. And this is someplace he's been before. And yeah. his girlfriend's like, hey, are you excited? And he's like, yeah, you know what? I guess I am. And at some like, point yeah. you just get used to pretending. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. This is. I mean, I've I've read the the book, The League of Denial, all about uh, the NFL and how to <laughs> okay, deal for with For a second, I thought you were going to say, you know, I've read the book, The Tooth Fairy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah no, this is the movie based on the book, The Tooth Fairy. Oh, I um, love this to be true. <laughs> the The book is actually called The Tooth Fairy, starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh, is the book, and and it's um, now a major motion picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Luck, and they've got the the rock. And the DVD um, says, "Formerly a boring book." Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, blacking out and just and realizing where you are is a, a common uh, effect of CTE. This is a, like oh, man, this this is the darkest turn that this movie has uh, taken. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So let me then ask like something that's not going to end in concussion talk. But here's another science question. So the way it works is uh, in Tooth Fairy Land, is a kid has their tooth come out. Yep. And then the second they fall asleep. An address is placed on some physical thing around you, either your yeah, cell like phone a or a scoreboard. Yeah. Sure, and whatever a screen game, is around, but yeah. no one else can see. Yep, because magic. And then you have to get that tooth within the fir- first fifteen seconds of them falling asleep. Uh, kids sleep for what, like eight to twelve hours, but you yeah. have to do it right at the very beginning, or else a uh, tall British guy will be mad at you. Well, I know well, you got to do it like where the parents swoop in and do yeah. it themselves. Wait a second. All right, these are several good answers. Let's go with Chris. Wait first. So you you have to do it before the parents come in and pretend to be the tooth fairy. Yeah. So in so, this story, 
parents go in and they're like, we're going to put a dollar and take this tooth and do something with it. And instead, there is already money there. And they're like, oh, the tooth fairy is real. Yeah. No, I bet they're like, I bet like uh. the dad goes in and is like, oh, I guess my wife already handled it. Or I think, and they, they're probably all dysfunctional enough families that they're not actually going to talk. Man, about. Yeah, no communication anywhere on earth. Yeah. This is a dark story. All right, as what was your theory? Oh, I just thought that teeth were kind of like waffles, you know, and that like if you don't Wait. get them within the first 15 seconds, they're like pretty much terrible. Oh. Okay. It's a very I was going to guess how <laughs> you didn't you didn't pause long enough for me to guess how teeth were like waffles. Uh, oh, do you want to do it now? No, I wasn't going to get there. <laughs> yeah. They, they taste great Belgian. with syrup. Teeth are from yeah. Belgium. <laughs> I have had both in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that, I mean, the, the the similarities for teeth and waffles start and end that they've both been in my mouth. There's, a, there's like up to two. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So what? What? Man, what else about this tooth fairy world? Uh, it does seem like there's a lot of tooth fairies who are working full time, who like evolved, but who are not, oh. who like never meet Dwayne, and they do say they do sing karaoke because also they're into puns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah, like, if, what's the relationship between the professionals and the prisoners who do the exact same job for no money? Yeah. Uh, the professionals are more practiced at it, and the prisoners are only there for two weeks? Yeah, but do you think the professionals are like, you just think any asshole hockey player can do my job? And then they do, over yeah, and over again. Yeah, disgruntled, but also their workforce is in decline. They need the scabs. Okay, here's yeah. what I don't understand. <laughs> um, like, okay. So their big issue is that people don't believe them anymore. Why not just go public with it then? Oh, oh, that's big. <laughs> right. Like, what? What do I not understand about like this? Because they always try to do like this idea of like faith and belief, and like like every Santa Claus thing was like, oh, we can't actually show them, but they have to believe. But like, why is that important? Why does anyone care about that? Yeah, it's almost like they shouldn't. <laughs> well, well, but the magic requires belief to work. Yeah, it, this is like I mean, this so this is one of my legitimate cons- criticisms of the movie. That like from what it's trying to do is that because there's no reason for this movie to exist besides they thought it would be funny to put Dwayne in a uh, leotard for a second. Um, yeah, they were like, well, it's just it, you end up with these cliche reasons, like, well, okay, but why is he the tooth fairy? Like, oh yeah, because children need to believe even though you can't tell anybody. Like, it's just it's just a holiday movie trope that they applied to a non-holiday. So that they yeah. can get a big man in a small girl's outfit. Wait, 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 Alex, you already told me you don't believe in tooth day? <laughs> <laughs> what do waffles have in common with teeth? I have a day for them. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I follow up? Was just just one thing that might might save this movie for you? Okay. There's an alternate universe, all right? Because this movie was pitched back in 1992 with Steven, uh, with uh, with Schwarzenegger as the as the star. Oh. So, like, I think that you oh. go to enough alternate universes, you can find that movie. Okay. Wait, this movie was pitched in 1992. Yeah, like so before the Santa Claus. Yeah, it could have beat the Santa Claus. It could have beat the Santa Claus to the punch. You're right. Yeah. Oh man, wow. it would have been more innovative back then. Wait, who pitched it? Because I, mean, like, I think there are five credited writers on this film. Um you know, not to be well, confused with like War and Peace, which took only one person, but five people. Well, oh, hold on, hold on, fairy. hold on, Alex. How many of us have consumed War and Peace in its entirety? I have not. I have yeah. not. All right. I well, it not. took only two Coens to create Fargo. Five people wrote this movie. 
I mean, I'm going to tell you, I and I hate to burst your bubble, Alex, but knowing the industry, uh, way more than five <laughs> to be involved in writing this. Right, five credited people yeah. wrote on this. I, it's just like, uh, it just, it just makes me, it's just mind-boggling that five different adults at least got to touch this script and were like, "This is the best we've got." I can't believe it came out before the Santa Claus. I thought for sure an executive, or not came out, but like was created yeah. before the Santa Claus. Because I thought for sure it was just like a, a Disney executive was sitting down watching the Santa Claus and being like, right. ooh, mama, I got an idea. Like, I thought <laughs> yeah. that's like what it was. Actually, that's the Rock's catchphrase. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Ooh, mama. Yeah. <laughs> ooh, mama, yeah. I got an idea. That, I thought, Chris, I thought you meant that the Rock's catchphrase was, ooh, mama, I got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so as when did you say this was pitched? Uh, so according to IMDb, 1992 was the original, like, uh, like, well, so, if, so the Santa Claus came out in 94, so like uh, it was probably being pitched time. around at the same time. So this might be like they overheard a restaurant. Oh, they're going to make a movie where Tim Allen murders Santa. Let's make a movie where Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> murders the Tooth Fairy. And then they were like, oh, it's too believable that he would actually murder a fairy. So let's go back. Anyway, it was a really difficult process. But I think it was one of those like ants, bugs life kind of things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Stories yeah. from Hollywood. With Alex Falcone. <laughs> Look, as somebody who has been in Hollywood physically more than once, um, <laughs> you shrunk yourself down to six inches. Put footprints all over all it. over Hollywood. <laughs> and the time you didn't see the footprints, I was inside it. Okay. okay, here's a concern. I don't know a lot about hockey. I know it's one of Earth's top five ice-based games. I know, fuck mm-hmm. the Bruins. Yeah, but I am pretty confident. That Dwayne was not playing it correctly. Pretty confident that, and you can tell by how he skates and talks about hockey and reacts to things that he doesn't care about hockey. (laughs) Yeah, the the skating was a thing that got it because so now I know a little bit about hockey, but and there are there are players whose job it is to be the enforcer, to like go out and just beat people up. That is a thing. I, I know enough about teeth to know. (laughs) <laughs> that sometimes yeah. they do fall out in hockey games, but not every time you get hit by a specific person. Oh, <laughs> for sure. That is weird. But like but yeah, but like his position does exist, and I kind of bought that he doesn't like ever shoot because I was like, Oh yeah, an enforcer sure. would just be out there to beat up the other Enforced. guys. Yeah, usually you're also a defenseman, a you know. Yeah. Yeah. But but then when I saw he couldn't skate, that was when I was like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> and like all of his plays are diving plays where at the end he grins and goes, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? But it's not just him. And on multiple occasions, a person sets up with a clear shot on goal and then waits for a while and then gets hit. And uh, it, once he does it and once the guy he's supposed to be protecting from harm does it where he just like thinks about his slap shot for a while with his stick up in the air yeah and well, then gets taken I mean, out if i understand how the mighty ducks work a lot of times with pivotal moments they'll have to like think back to like key advice or like you know oh, a turning true. point in their lives <laughs> yeah and that does take some real time and you do have to set up the knuckle puck you can't do that real fast exactly yeah, yeah. wait oh it fell over wait oh, <laughs> right. it fell over. oh yeah the narrow side is hard to balance <laughs> on a round object on ice Anyway, uh, fuck the Bruins. Anything else about the Rock we learned from this, though? Like, so is it, so skating is a thing he cannot do. Yeah. Um, uh, I, oh I, yeah, because that was very clearly a stuntman every single time, right? Sure. Oh yeah, yeah, his entire back was to the camera at all times. He was actually yeah. supposed to be skating. Well, it's sure. weird that you say that he can't he skate. Full, full backle 
Backity. <laughs> so we have full backle backle clothedness, but also it's just a big person who can't skate either. Why is the stuntman a non-skater? Because he had to be big it's enough. It's hard to, to skate, guys. All right, it's really hard. It's a very slippery surface. Yeah, it's not easy. It's not like walking. It is not like walking. It's Good very day. different. Um, so what else can The Rock do or not do really well? What else do we learn from this? He can get forgived by his uh, girlfriend for being a total jerk. So many, many times, times like, yeah. Unlimited number of times he keeps getting asked back to be the boyfriend. Yeah, including like at the end when she's like, I'm done, you're never seeing my kids again. And then later she's like, oh, you put on a costume and snuck into my daughter's room and told her this will be our little secret. I'd love to take you back. Yeah, that's weird, right? That was a weird one. That is a little like, weird. He's like, she's like, oh, that's really cute. But that's a fucking line I was very clear about not crossing. You do not get to come back. I said stay away from my kids. I yeah. meant stay away from I meant my including kids. while they're sleeping. You yeah, weirdo. I don't know how you could have misinterpreted this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he does give that smile all the time. Oh, that's man, the good. rock smile. I think that is like 80% of the rock is smile. Yeah. The Rock is so charming. I've never seen – I've seen him do horrible stuff. I've seen him do offensive stuff. But every time he's like he's like the Teflon actor. He can come away from a bad movie and everyone's like, oh, The Rock. Yeah. Like he is unbelievable. Yeah, like nothing I've ever seen. I, that's yeah. exactly – I think that's the key to him. It's just that it's the smile and the charm that makes him Teflon. Yeah. Love it. I agree. I'm just like, even his I'm, wrestling catchphrase was taking care of people. Like, do you smell what the Rock is cooking? Like, he was cooking things. For <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Let me give you a plate. Have you eaten? Well, yeah. no. Okay. Well, Have that's, you that's presumptuous. Eaten? <laughs> that is a little presumptuous. Maybe he was, he was like, "Do you smell what I'm cooking? I need to consume a lot of food in a given day to keep this going. I didn't make yeah, enough yeah. for you. It's mostly cod. <laughs> mostly cod." <laughs> Welcome back to Adventures in Meatburg, where we profile the exciting lives of our meat buddies, the generous listeners who donate to our show. You too can keep this horse floating down the tracks and get featured in one of these hilarious ads by donating to read-weep.com slash meat buddies. Are you waiting on a fourth person, or do you want to order now? What? Fourth person? Actually, he is here now. It is our newest meat buddy, Lucas McCoslin. What? Oh, Thanks for meeting us here at this bar. Sorry it's so noisy. Barely so. He gets it over Green Monster and We are so glad to have you on the team. Here is your meat buddy, Orientation Guide. What? Your orientation guide. I'm an orient Sean guy? You like my orange tan line? Yes you want to order a fries? Here, just read it. Oh, my orientation guy. Thanks. It's so loud in here. You like my landing gear? You lack the ability to fear? You like it in the rear? Wait, Prospector, you and said you that one. How are you confused? Thank you, I do have come. nice buns. That didn't even sound like that what he said. I, I am more of a booty guy now that you mentioned it. I turned it down, but I can't find the remote. How does a butt taste? Wait a second, let me turn down the game. Wait, how did you do that? You still want to try butt stuff? Okay. No one said anything like that. I'm just going to go. Huh. So I just came up with that one out of my own subconscious? 
Wow, I guess you learn something new about yourself every day, huh? Seriously, though, Lucas, how did you make the room so much quieter? I didn't. I just turned down the TV so everybody didn't have to talk over them. Wow, you have TV power? Can you do this everywhere or just here? Everywhere, I think. That must be your Meatbird superpower. You are a universal remote. Oh, fun. Hey, can you make this game in Spanish? Yeah, sure. Is it just me or did he say, I'd like to take it slow? It is just you. Yeah, this is a pretty cool power. I'll use it at bars, at my parents' house. I'll open garages in strange neighborhoods. Fun! Well, anyway, I've got to go. I have some experimenting to do, apparently. Oh, God, please turn it back up again. Thank you for the orange tan line. I'm guessing you got to order a size. I'm really excited for this new room that's opened up to me. Go to slash meat buddies now and you too can become a member. I know these ads don't really seem like a good incentive, but you do support our show and that means the world to us. Did you just say, but you do? Yeah, I, I guess I did. Cool. Meat buddies, 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 meat buddies. All right, and now it's time for the game of lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. So, lightning bonus round is our mini game segment. Uh, I have a bunch of questions, little things that I want us, little games I want us to play about the Tooth Fairy. The first one is, as you might have expected, how would you fail to survive as the Tooth Fairy? So. We are not good survivors. We like to play this game in dangerous situations. I think it's our first time in a uh, just weird situation, maybe. Not super dangerous, but I bet we'd find a way. How would you be a bad tooth fairy if you were sent to this world? Ooh, I know. Okay, go. Okay, so I use the shrinking paste to get in the house, right? Great. Really small. Good start. Then a cat, but then a cat eats me. And I can't get the cat, like, like remover, like, out fast enough. So, like, I'm inside the cat, and then I press the button. And then, like, the cat, like, goes flying with me in it. Oh, oh, and you get whiplash and you die. Well, I don't know. I think I just would just travel the world. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you think when you you press the button on the cat begon, the cat goes flying and then it comes back with like a little suitcase with a lot of different stickers from various countries he's visited on it. Yeah, like a Fulbright I, grant for a cat. You just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You just keep you just keep on pressing the button and he just keeps on traveling the world. You know. I would be worried that once the cat has eaten you, you would dissolve in a cat's stomach acid. Uh, only you know. Yeah, if he gets me within the first 15 seconds. Otherwise, I'm, like, fossilized, you know? Yeah, I guess so. Like, like a waffle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get waffleized. Mm, like yeah, a tooth. <laughs> um, <laughs> Keep moving. Uh, I, I would be also worried that if you'd use the shrinking paste, you would then get into something that's not super big and then yeah. slowly start to re-biggin. Oh, yeah. And then just die in that thing. Of yeah, your body you growing by yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah mine is yeah these are all gadget based things I mean like mine is the invisibility spray I think I would get invisible I'd do the job and I'd forget I was invisible and get hit by a car while getting out to my car because oh, the right. car didn't see me at all oh you know? yeah that's a good point plus you know yeah. you kind of have that feeling like I'm invisible so nothing can hurt me. But invisible yeah, and invincible are very different. Yeah, just because you can fly doesn't mean you have super strength. Just because you're invisible doesn't mean right. you can't die. Just because from a car. you can fly doesn't mean you're Im- immune to how cold it is in the la- and the lack of oxygen up there. Oh boy, yeah. Ooh. And that flight is belief-based magic. So I would think that I did a good enough job of like believing that I can fly, and then I'd be like, "Oh man, I'm flying! I can't believe it!" And immediately. <laughs> just <fall. laughs> 
I would also worry that maybe I would just spend too much time going through people's medicine cabinets and they would discover and and knock knock me over. Yeah. Get rid of me. Drew, I would how would you that, fail to survive? Man? I mean, I, I would probably fail. I would always like, if I'm around a bunch of fairies, I wouldn't know what the PC term to call them would be. <laughs> and I think I would freak out about like whether or not I'm allowed to call Like if there was a word that they, like if one of them even said, <laughs> you're not allowed to call me a fairy, I would be like, well, now I don't know what to do. And I would just yeah. start freaking out a little bit. <laughs> so you like die from like a lack of social interaction because you're so terrified? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. It does seem like a big jump from I would freak out a little bit about the words to I would fail to survive. Oh, yeah. Well, but you'd die here's from the it. thing. I would, I would do conscious. something bad. Then I would probably OD on the amnesia desk. I would probably just start taking it to <laughs> forget, forget what I had done. <laughs> oh, you're trying to forget the thing you did. You're not like, I'm like, <laughs> so you like call somebody the wrong name. And then instead of making them forget, you're like, oh, I don't want to remember I've been through this. Yeah. You're dealing with an entirely new, uh, a new group of people, let alone a group of fairies. I will forget your names immediately, and I will yes. hate it, and I will start snorting uh, pixie dust in the, in the corner. <laughs> Every time they cut to you, you're like, you throw pixie dust in your face, and you're like, I don't remember doing this yet. And then you throw more, and they're like, well, I better do this. And yep. then you do it again <laughs> until it you just, just wipe the brain. Just a disaster. It, just a disaster in general. This is a great – actually, the long-term effects of all these magic things is a good, a good point to remember because amnesia dust can't be free. Mm-mm. You're losing good memories or Ooh, the ability well, to form new memories. You're wiping oh, out important brain cells. Wait, because I think it literally very much could be free, right? Like you just get the shopkeep to show it to you, and then you throw some at it, and then you take it. <laughs> That's true. Or you're just That's a little tiny free. guy runs in and grabs all the potion and walks out. Yeah. It or does seem hard to pre- prevent against theft in the fairy uh, supply closet. Yeah, they do not <laughs> have a lot of control over that. Uh, but so even assuming that there is like some access control on that, it does seem like it'd be bad for your brain. Same thing with the shrinking uh, pace, like your body is going to undergo such pressures during that, that your organs are going to fail early or something. Oh well, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, everyone dies at some point. What if, what if like the, sh- like what if the reason we die is because we don't have frequent shrinkings? <laughs> You are an un- unreasonable optimist. You are just <laughs> We just don't know. All right, we need more information. <laughs> yeah, the science is not conclusive. Tell me the truth. <laughs> uh, so uh, question number two, lightning bonus round. Uh, question number two is, um, so we talked about the Santa Claus where you kill Santa and you get to be Santa or have to be Santa. Uh, we've talked about the Tooth Fairy where you say he doesn't exist and that's enough to piss them off and you have to be the Tooth Fairy. Is there an other childhood lie you would rather be? Ooh. Or are you really into those two? I mean, the Easter Bunny seems like he has a pretty good gig. Hopping around, chocolate eggs, mm-hmm. you know. It is uh, a candy-based holiday, which I like. Although he does spend a lot of time at, like, brunch taking photos with kids dressed up a little bit. Yeah, that's because he's already done the work of hiding uh, chocolate eggs everywhere and constructing elaborate traps. I do like the... He, he is into puzzles. He likes to, like, uh, yeah. hide his eggs that he... Didn't lay, but acquired um, around. Through honest means, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, so he like, legally acquired left, these like, eggs. <laughs> what's left besides the Easter Bunny? I mean, there's like Baba Yaga, I guess. But I'm not sure we really need to go there. Um, uh, she has chicken feet on her house? Yep. Mm-hmm. I remember? Yeah, I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, well, that's, a, that's a strong... It's an Instagrammable uh, uh, look that she has there going on. And there are other uh, childhood lies. Um, uh, Christopher the, the Columbus. Stephon- Which part? 
the the part where he was a good dude worth a day. Oh yeah. Well, he yeah. made some good like like lunch meat, right? Sailed the ocean blue. Wait, what? Yeah, like the salamis and stuff. You know, he invented bologna. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just saying hmm. you can buy salami with his name on it. I'm assuming it's his. Oh. oh. Right. It is. You think? You think like well, his please, family huh? trust still gets like a nickel every time you eat that salami? Uh, yeah, or, or or step into Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, All right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mister Columbus and Co. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, uh, the, yeah. Well, maybe can we t- go after the myth of sharing? Because like people say the sharing's good, but it kind of does suck. So it is. It is actually that. a more complicated uh, issue than they make it seem. Yeah, it's not always good. I like yeah, yeah. You're not supposed to sneeze on people. Sure. But kids oh, do. Oh, man, running with scissors. What if we just run with scissors all the time? <laughs> you think that was a lie? <laughs> that we shouldn't do that? Yeah, you get those scissors where they need to go way more quickly if you run. <laughs> what if, okay, here's an idea. Where the scissors good, this is a good go. point. Parents really are leaving out how efficiently you're transporting scissors if you're running. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention uh, driving with scissors or eventually <laughs> flying with scissors if it's a longer distance you got to go. Yeah. All right, all right. What if we kind of turn like the like the kid world into sort of like a like a more of like a I want to say like libertarian kind of thing, where just like everything is just like that's been disallowed is now allowed. So like, if you run with scissors, you have a good chance of stabbing the kids who aren't sharing. So like, it kind of evens out. Oh, okay. Like okay. it's all it's all fair basically. It's like the problem is when you like artificially restrict some things and not others. But like You're, just like well, let that's it all assuming out. Uh, a purely efficient scissor stabbing world. Well, I bet the only theory. thing that's keeping that from the only thing that's keeping it from being inefficient is bedtime. So <laughs> you just got to do away with that. Oh yeah, we get a bunch or, of exhausted or kids candy because that lowers your energy All levels. of a sudden, less kids is that uh, a problem? Okay, so the other thing is getting dark. The other thing is that we also should acknowledge the proliferation of childhood lies recently because it was at one time Santa was enough, and then it was like, oh, we need an elf on the shelf that we can move every day to make sure the kid knows that he does live in a surveillance-based state. Yes. And then, you know, obviously there was Mensch on a bench to try to compete <laughs> for Hanukkah, but with the, still the rhyming on a sitting on a thing theory. And there's just a, it just seems like there's the world is ever expanding of new characters, you know, the Binky Fairy. You know, there's a lot of characters who are here, like just getting added each year to explain things away. Yeah. I'm trying to find another like noun on a on a noun on a, on a noun thing. I'm really I'm really working hard for this. Sure, sure. Anything around Ottoman that you know about, <laughs> or uh, maybe like a pug on a rug. Well, pug on a rug is good. Pug on a rug. Yeah, pug on a rug is one of those Christmas characters. And uh, if you've not been a good kid, you got to clean up the pug's shit. <laughs> uh, all right, and all right, lastly, lightning bonus round. so lightning bonus round. Uh, so the the question <laughs> of the day. Uh, it was on Facebook and Twitter at, at read underscore weep and uh, on Facebook.com slash read and weep uh, is what would you do with all those teeth? Oh, God. This has actually kind of got a sub question involved that I hadn't thought to ask, but like I've never been a parent taking a tooth away from a kid. But what and as you haven't gotten to this place yet, nah. um, what do you do with the teeth? What's the plan for that? What do parents if, actually do? Like, what's the real answer? 
I don't know. I well, my I kept all my teeth once I stopped believing in the tooth fairy in a little like You're like uh, I'm not going to give this away for just a dollar. This is yeah. worth way more. <laughs> Look, I want to keep my tooth. I think they throw it away. I think they just throw teeth away, right? Yeah, yeah, I can't imagine my parents still have my baby teeth. Like if they did, that'd be like I don't know. I'd look down on them for that. It's a little creepy. Sure. Just like a little tub of teeth. Ugh, human but teeth. What, what, what would you do instead? I mean, do you, does daddy like maracas? You going to make some maracas? Or... <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, there are, so some people posted uh, videos, uh, or not videos, uh, like uh, photos of like uh, a necklace made out of teeth. Ah. Um, someone else posted a photo of a person with just a bunch of teeth in his mouth that's like like actually making me physically ill. I can't. I want to hide that comment. Can I mark this you as can... spam? Uh, I mean, that's a, that's you're breaking some trust there with Facebook if you say something that is that's not spam. It's just gross. It's just so is there gross. a gross button? Yeah, that's not a gross button. Um, but so if you were the tooth fairy, so not just a an amateur home collector, oh, but if you were an actual tooth fairy, what do you do with the teeth? Oh. I'll give you some answers from our people. First of all, uh, at Hoy Boy says uh, black market ivory substitute. Um, so is it a black market substitute for normal ivy or a normal ivy ivory, ivory or a normal ivory substitute for black market ivory? Oh. Wait, some dangling modifiers there. Um, Too many adjectives. It's, it's confusing to me. Uh, is there non-black market ivory? Anyway, I like the idea that you're selling kid teeth instead of ivory. Yeah. Or yeah, remember man. that you're six inches tall. Like, that's a lot. You know, you could furnish an entire apartment. You yeah. have toothpaste furniture. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like sort of like a Scandinavian design furniture type thing. Sure, yeah, yeah. Clean lines. Yeah, clean Some lines, scores on a wood. Sure, yeah. Um, I bet you could also use it to make glue. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> most things most things can be used to make glue. That's right. True. It feels like something you could do. Um. <laughs> Somebody said to make, uh, let's see, uh, at Sirena V said to make shoes, and then has a picture of shoes where the bottom is covered in teeth. Man, this elicited a lot of real gross photos. I'm going to recommend you don't go to this thread. Yeah, the answer uh. is nothing. Throw them away. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> at Lock Corrigan says uh, sell them to a marionette factory. Ugh. Yeah, that's like because we're not scared of marionettes enough. So we should definitely get yeah. Them right. What they teeth. need is more like a like human sized teeth. Yeah, that'll um, that's the way. Make a kitty sculpture. Scott Rowling uh, says make a kitty sculpture with bright pearly chompers. Yeah, a lot of people are putting them into dolls and things. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this is like one of those like think outside of the box exercises that like is like also a test for like psychopaths. At the yeah, at the end you're like back in the box, everybody back in the box. <laughs> yeah, why do we go out of the box? Uh, uh, I do like. Uh, Cade, KD, uh, says, uh, secretly a villain, occasionally take more teeth than needed, sell them on black market to shady <laughs> dentists. Uh, I like the idea of a tooth fairy who's like, well, this is not enough today. It's more like the tooth mobster that's like, I didn't get my full payment. And then you got to give him more teeth. Huh. Weird. Robin says, think- put them in a big pile and dive into them like Scrooge McDuck. Listen, I know why ah! it's a bad idea. I just have to try it. <laughs> what if uh tooth fairy casino this is like the the poker ships oh okay sure i'm in they're too small Which and they're currency. super gross but yeah currency um uh, uh it's sort of like uh what, what was the one where vampires use uh cats as money 
what? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, let me just uh, agree with Ezra on this one. What? No. Oh gosh, there was some movie where uh, vampires used uh, cats as um, currency. All right, I'm gonna uh, it up. That sounds somewhat familiar, but I cannot remember what it would be. Sounds familiar in that like God. I hope this is money. not real kind of way. Vampires use cats, money. Bing is not really doing what I want right now for this. Yeah. Well, is it a movie? That's life. Movie. <laughs> Never mind. Who cares? Parentheses. Chris Line. <laughs> uh, are you thinking of the meme Cash Cats, where nope. cats are sitting on piles of money on beds? Or are you thinking I mean, about I like it because they look smug as hell all the time? You might as well give it some context. But sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. Are you are you thinking about the one where cats pose with uh, cash, guns, and cocaine on uh, on no. Instagram? No, I don't like that. This is not cocaine. This is mostly four loco, but still. Still hard to get. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. Bing failed us. Yeah, I think Chris <laughs> Chris may have failed us on this one. Um, <laughs> we don't know. All right, uh, so that's the, that's lightning bonus round. Wait, are you, Chris, are you thinking of Alf? Because Alf, I think, ate cats, right? No, sorry. All right. He Let's gave you an out, out, Chris. Take that out. <laughs> yeah, yes, I was, I was thinking, thinking of Alf. Of Alf. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, oh, yeah, Alf. The vampire <laughs> Alf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that show about the vampire uh, who was eating the currency he used? Anyway, lightning bonus round. <laughs> lightning bonus round. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, like, I Chris, do think we should just... have more edible currencies, though, because I think it leads to interesting choices. Well, that, that's the problem, because he did in this movie, they played poker with... Uh, uh, snacks and I've done that before and it's no good when you're just eating your chips the whole time. Yeah. I, something. I bet forty to I forty. I bet forty M and M's and we raise thirty eight. This is the Hanukkah M&Ms. problem also. You always eat Hanukkah before it's done. <laughs> Within fifteen seconds. Well that's what mention a bench will tell you not to do. Uh, all right, so now it's time for a oh, play lightning bonus round. Go to Facebook or Twitter or join the weekly week by going to readersweep.com and signing up on the mailing list. And you can play send along. Alex Gross pictures of teeth. Yeah, the end of this teeth thing. That was a bad question. But I would love, actually, if you take a second, parents, and tell me what you have done with the teeth. Did you throw them away? If so, how long do you throw them away? Is it like birthday cards? Is it like where you have to wait two weeks and then you can throw them away? Or is it like birthday cards from your wife where you have to keep them forever just in case she asks? Or... Um, what you just like? take a picture well, of it. You're constantly worried about a quiz in which, like, your wife comes home, pop quiz, show me all the birthday cards I've ever given Listen, you. you're the n- newliest married of uh, of you and I, and so you don't know this yet, but every <laughs> once in a while she's like, where did you put that great card I got you? Wait, Alex, that's a really complicated way of saying, I've been married longer than you. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm comfortable with it. Okay, great. Uh, I do have, I like to, I, I do keep all of the cards from her, but not because I'm afraid of her, because I like them. Um, uh, including, I, my favorite one is I have a birthday card that says Feliz Cumbrianos, and it's a rabbit that looks really sad, but holding maracas. Oh. So cute. Anyway, uh, anyway, so yeah, how long do you hold on to teeth? What do you do with them? Um, is it kind of gross to have a part of the, your kid's body in your drawer? Um... Please tell us. Facebook.com slash read and weep. All right. And now it's time for our minor compliment. We're going to go in reverse order. So, Ezra, you are up first. What is your last nice thing you're going to have to say about the tooth fairy? Um, I, I really do like most of the childhood wish fulfillment things. Like, I, like even bad ones are still fun. Like, I, I, I don't think I've ever had... 
there's never been a movie where something magical happened that affected a kid's life that I haven't loved. Oh, Jesus. Uh, that sounds like a challenge. Prove me wrong somehow. A magical <laughs> thing happened that affected... Well, the way... You, okay, so just on what you said, literally what you said, a magical thing happened that affected a kid's life. You did not say positively. Yeah, so it well, could be I, like that, that's an a opening. kid was tortured by a dragon. Show me that movie. Can't be I right will. Now. Yeah. No one saw Pete's dragon. We don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> the dragon's evil, right? That's the point of that movie. Uh, yeah, I don't. I'm sure. Dragon on a wagon. I'm sure there are movies about a about magical things happening that ruin kids' lives, but I cannot think of one right now. So I'm going to assume there's one you don't love, as but I haven't thought of it. Well, then I prove me prove me wrong what at if, some point. Or what about don't. Krampus? Were there kids in that movie? About the Christmas demon? Oh, I didn't see it. I didn't see it either. But I'm assuming that's a, a magical thing that happened to kids. Well, we, uh, the, inconclusive. <laughs> I don't have time to read all of the summaries of this movie. Although, in general, I've got to say, I, uh, of all the lies that people tell kids, I got to say the Christmas demon is my favorite one. Krampus is the best part because we have you know a lot of holidays have the yin but no yang and the people in in european folklore were like no santa needs an evil twin that'll torture you to death <laughs> Cole i did not, not know enough. much about krampus oh uh, man half goat half demon wait are they suggesting that goats aren't already demons well no a goat is already half demon so a krampus is thus three quarters demon <laughs> okay thank you uh yeah it's yeah it's like uh in in mountainous regions and parts of Europe is this goat demon who's like, Santa is if you're good, and Krampus is if you're bad. Because, like, kids don't give a shit about a coal in your stocking. That's, like, no, no, no. useful Get heating technology. Get eaten by a goat demon. What? Getting, eat by, getting eaten by a goat demon. That's yeah. what people care about. Yeah, yeah. That's what kids, that's what kids hate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know kids real well. Um, wow. Yeah. Well, also the nineteen like the turn of the century is pretty weird. I just this on Wikipedia has like a nineteen hundreds green card reading greetings from the Krampus. It is not a good picture. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's tons of bad shit. The Dutch didn't use they don't have Krampus, but they did have uh they do have a a bad thing that happens where you get like beaten up and put in a bag by somebody in blackface, which is uh, real troublesome. Yeah, they also have some racism. Yeah. It's not great. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a different <laughs> issue. Um Moving along. Just like the Dakotas. <laughs> yeah, it's a, you have the racism as a backup in case you lose the other Dakota. Anyway, uh, Chris, your second. What's your minor compliment? So uh, this was a wonderful thing to go back and watch 2009 Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, I think it's always fun to take a trip back memory lane when The Rock had hair. And was and, smaller. Uh, he was smaller. He's a little younger. Uh, and it's just revealed to me that, you know, like uh, over and over again, that whenever I watch a rock movie, that he just gets better with age. Like he's so much a better actor these days, and yeah. like he seems more comfortable on screen, and his movies are better. And this is just a great like touchstone, you know, to to really appreciate uh, touchstone the career rock. of Mr. Oh, Dwayne, nice. the Rock Johnson. Touch yeah. rock, just yeah, touch rock. touch, touch rock. Yeah, <laughs> easy like that because it's a pun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> no, he he is like one of the most clear trajectories. I wonder if there's anybody else if you like mapped everybody the way we did we did with him and quality of movies over time. If there's yeah. anybody else who's so consistently Getting climbing, better. yeah, as their career has gone on. I'm sure there are a lot of examples, but he's just. I'm, I'm sure someone else will suggest one to us. But just yeah, just started out making kind of junky films and just got better and better and better, and now he's just a delight. Yeah. Um, my minor compliment is uh, for the kid. Uh, or for this moment, this is, 
Uh, wow. We good. <laughs> Did something magic just happen that ruined your day? Uh, no, I loved it. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I uh, so there's a moment here. This is, I guess, the opposite of lying to kids. This is giving kids really um, on screen valuable true things to believe. Um, so the 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 future fake son is in uh, is at a guitar store and he picks up a guitar and he plays two notes. Yeah, and a girl pops out from behind a wall and is like, "Oh hey, you're really good," and then walks over to him like as if entranced. And um, that is pretty realistic about how guitar playing works. And so yeah. <laughs> it's a good model for kids, to, for for young boys to see is that just, I mean, you don't have to be good at guitar. Girls, it, like, they like guitar players, in my experience, more than they like good guitar playing. They just like, there's it's the image maybe of you holding a guitar. Like, you don't have to be good at all. You just have yeah. to have one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I like that moment of giving kids something to believe in. Drew, yeah, that leaves you. What is your minor compliment for the Tooth Fairy? You know, I think like I, the kid was for his age, probably you know decent at the guitar. I don't think he was like really crushing it. But I'll tell you what, when that band just comes on at the end and just plays with him, <laughs> yeah, it was that like was not a bad classic it was, kid movie thing. I mean, I don't know where those kids came from. I don't know how they all knew how to do. Was it Smoke on the Water that he was playing? Or is that uh, no. was he playing it earlier? He it was anyway. It's some classic rock song, and he starts playing the solo at the beginning, and it's at a talent show. He's the last act, and a bass player just sort of materializes and is like, "Yeah, this on is as pretty it's a good." Surprise! They haven't rehearsed. It's a surprise. Yes, sneak and on he's band. just like he's he's a you know whatever twelve year old, and he's like, "Man, this sounds like it's in the key of G." And then he just yep. starts playing along, and a drummer yep. is like, "Oh, what is this?" And they just yeah. play the shit out of the song. They just <laughs> like nailed it. to the future where Marty McFly is like, blues and B-flat, follow me for the changes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying to be good perfectly the first time. It it reminds me of like, I, it almost seems like that, it's funny to me that that is the song that the entirety of that, uh, of that like school knows. Like they probably just know what that song, like how to play it's it. It's like, song. It's if, if, oh. if we were in, yeah, because like if we were in high school, and and you played an instrument, even if it was a bass, a drum, or a uh, guitar, you would know how to do like Longview by Green Day. Like that's yeah. like there's the <laughs> one song that everybody knew, you know. And it's like that's just it. It's the official school song, and so everybody in in your your homeroom, you do like vocabulary, you prep for standardized tests, and then you everyone has to practice Green Day, and then you yeah. go to your next class. Yeah, what I'm trying to say here is that public education's a little weird. <laughs> you know, maybe we're overfunding the arts. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, I, I got an answer for your uh, uh, good tra- good trajectory um, uh, actor question. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, actually. Okay, because like I've asked a lot of questions crazy. today. I've asked about where parents put teeth. I've asked what... Uh, uh, that might be the only other one. But I de- Okay, so good trajectory. Go for it. Yeah, the good trajectory. Uh, so Scarlett Johansson actually is pretty good. Um, oh, yeah, pretty good mainly because like everything she's done in the last like five years is like really, really positive. Uh, probably mostly because of all the Marvel stuff. But um, uh, yeah, and, and she did some just terrible things like in the first you know couple years that she was breaking in. Uh, so it's pretty well weighted. That's really interesting. Um, you know, it is kind of weird. Um... To, like the Marvel movies are like they're they're well reviewed, but it's not like she's really doing the most you can do. It's not like she's yeah. like I don't know. Is is that the same as her having gotten a lot better? Because I know The Rock has gotten better at this. 
Yeah. Scarlett Johansson, I thought, was always a good actor, and the Marvel movies are not, like, the hardest thing. Right. Well, I guess maybe... So maybe she's always been good, and just her stuff has gotten better? Yeah, yeah. So I guess, yeah. And I guess that could All be right. true of The Rock, too, although it does feel like he's just, he is getting more comfortable at home. Yeah. I don't All want right. to discount. It was a good answer and a good effort. Um, this is a fun data journalism project. Keep working on it, as. Will do. I won't. <laughs> I might. We'll see. Well, that was an emotional roller coaster. We went through a lot of different, <laughs> different feelings on that. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. That is it for our show. We're going to be back again next week. Talk next week. We're talking about Rocky Four. So we like to, as part of the Rocktober. Do other things about the Rock. This is a little bit different. This is the this is the Rocky, and this is not his best. Um, this is the one where Rocky has a butler robot and yep. uh, fights a Russian guy. Fights a Russian guy. Flips over some farm equipment. Wait, is this all true or not? This is all true. <laughs> yeah, all true. Robot <gasps> butler, for sure. True. You're not gonna be here, buddy. But if you haven't seen Rocky for us, you got to see it at some point. All right. It's a really... <laughs> I won't. We'll see. Uh, you are great at commitment. So there's so much good about it. It's like... Um, it's mostly about like how we're better than Russia because Russia, he trains against machines. But in America, we train by flipping over farm equipment. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a real weird one. Um, it does have like, you know, like... If he dies, he dies, right? That's Rocky IV. Yeah, and I will break you yeah, 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 Dolph. Um, anyway, Rocky Four has got some great stuff, but he does have it's Rocky has a butler robot for no reason. Like, oh, he's doing really well. He bought a robot butler. That's believable. Oh man, there's so many good things. All right. Well, yeah. and I'm looking forward to not seeing this. I, I, and I not just want to like show about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to throw there one thing. I don't know if you guys want to edit this in, but I just thought about this, and I just want to like, I just want to say, this movie is a tooth fairy, and they have a direct-to-video sequel starring Larry the Cable Guy. It's mind-numbing to me that they didn't call it the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> uh, it like sets itself up for it, and they don't do it. I mean, come on, get her done. You had. <laughs> had five writers none of you could come up with that yeah tooth fairy oh. two come on <laughs> S- side note i really wish that uh, alex had introduced uh our guest as the truth fairy oh and the truth fairy as ruth chris ruth it's getting worse Uh-oh. yeah i think we only had the one yeah actually. the truth fairy would have been better but like this movie said like this movie shows us if you have one pun just do it again Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! Till you're out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so anyway, so the Rocky Rocky Four is next week. Um, thank you so much to our newest meat buddy, Lucas McCloslin. 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 Lucas. Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, anyway, thanks, Lucas. What? Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, the ad was weird and about butt stuff. Uh, if you want to become a meat buddy, go to readersfood.com/slash/meatbuddies, and even a dollar a month, uh, you can become a meat buddy and you can really help our show. And thank you to all our amazing meat buddies. We've had a really great uh, couple of like month or two of people joining. We really are just flattered to death. We're we're flattered to teeth about it, and uh, so thank you all. Thank you for being here at C. Walter Smith. 
You are welcome. At Ezra Fox. Yep. And at Drew Johnston, uh, it's been a while since we had you on the show. It's been so good to talk to you again. Um, what got me to start bugging you again this month is I watched your video where you were using uh, pickup artist techniques on burritos. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was real good. It's oh, fucking yeah. great, Drew. It's so good. Well, thank uh, you. Yeah, I just uh, I tell you what, I never had uh, more of a panic attack than trying to neg a Starbucks employee. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it was so good, and I was so impressed with you. That was a very difficult assignment. Um, but it was anyway. It's really funny video. We we shared it. And I've shared it with everybody I see because I just think it's great. So uh, uh, I, it's, I'm just glad to see you doing such cool shit. Oh, thank you very much, guys. Th- always a pleasure to be here. Yeah, we'll 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 get you back on again at some point in the in the near future, hopefully. Faux show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, that's it. We'll talk to everybody next week. Goodbye. Psh-